0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, all you pet people out there, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host Marie Hewlett, and I wish you a very happy Sunday. I also want to thank you for tuning into our program, and I think you're really going to enjoy the lineup of guests today. First up, we'll be speaking to Marlene Mershane, a wonderful young woman who adopted not one, but two special needs huskies from a local rescue. She can't say enough good things about the dogs and her experience. And after you hear her story, you may consider adopting some special needs critters yourself. They make amazing pets and they need homes as much as any other homeless companion animal. Then, if you think you've heard of every idea for a game show, I think you may be surprised by what Sean Brain has to say about a new game show for cats. This and more coming right up, so stay tuned to the Pet Place on K Mozart, and we'll begin after a very quick message. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is a very special person who adopted two very equally special huskies. It's Marlene Mershane. Good morning, Marlene.
2: Good morning, Marie. How are you? I'm
1: doing really well. How are you doing?
2: I'm great. Thank you for having me on.
1: Well, I'm so excited to talk to you. I know all about your dogs and that they are very, very special indeed. And I'm wondering if you could tell us the story of how you ended up adopting two special needs huskies and also a little bit about the organization where you found them.
2: Absolutely. Uh, It just so happened that uh, as a new homeowner, I looked into my backyard and saw an empty backyard (laughs) and no home is complete without a pet, and that's all I felt. And I approached my fiancé about getting dogs. And he's a big dog lover, so it was not a problem. Mm-hmm. And I did my research, and I wanted a dog that I found amicable with people, that I wasn't going to have uh, any problems with uh, aggression and things of that nature. And at the least aggressive bottom of the list was... Um, the Siberian Husky. Okay. And other than massive amounts of shedding, if you can get past them, they're <laughs> incredible dogs. <laughs> and That's the right. goes. Yeah, and when they lay amazing. on a couch and then they
1: leave, you see a silhouette of where they were laying because it's surrounded by a frame of hair.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. And as, as any Husky owner knows, uh, home is where the hair sticks to everything but the dog.
0: <laughs>
2: and... Uh, after approaching him about uh, adopting huskies, it turned out that he had had one when he was a young child. It mm-hmm. was a half husky, half retriever mix, and he was ecstatic. And he said, okay, go, you know, go look at a dog. And I've always been a proponent for adoption over uh, uh, pet store puppies and things like that. Good for you, Mommy. Uh, and thank you. And, you know, I, I, I understand a lot of people want puppies, and they they can be great. Uh, but I didn't want to deal with potty training. and <laughs> I just, Oh, I just and didn't
1: chewing think. through everything, too. A puppy uh, for about a year, like at least, will chew everything in the house.
2: I, in my book, puppies are up until about two years of age, mm-hmm. maybe even two and a half years.
1: Right, right. And
2: I didn't want to deal with the growth spurts and things like that. I mean, they just have an abundance of energy as it is just for the breed, let alone a puppy. Right. Um, so I looked around for some local rescues, and the first one at the top of my list was Husky Camp. Um, they're based out of Idlewild, I believe. That's where their uh, main kennel is, and that organization is founded by Charlotte, uh lovingly called Chuck, and John Ouzel, <laughs> and they are the sweetest people, and they have a huge passion for the breed, and as well as northern breeds, um, Malamutes and Huskies. Okay. And I gave them a call after looking online and uh, seeing some of their dogs available for adoption and I wanted to go talk with them in person. So okay.
0: um
2: my fiance and I went down to um Fullerton Dog Days. It's something they have I believe once a month and it's kind of like a pet fair in itself. It's it's awesome. And we spoke to Kevin Marlin, who is a volunteer with Husky Camp and a volunteer with the um Orange County S P C A. Wonderful man. Um He's been my guardian angel, (laughs) because I call him whenever I have a question. Uh, Ah, 24-7, huh? Yes, all the time. (laughs) He is a doll. And um, I told him that I had been looking on the list of dogs available for adoption, and one spoke to me. I saw his photo, and he just said, take me home and I'll love you forever. Why is that? His name was... (laughs) What was it about the picture? He has this... this, uh, beautiful loving stare it's a very distant stare though because he is blind
1: oh wow
2: and he um his name is lancer Mm -hmm. and lancer had been in rescue for over a year because of his disability right and it's hard uh, to
1: overlook that kind of challenge i'm sure a lot of people would think oh there's no way possible i can take care of a blind dog but you thought so
2: (laughs) And, of course, um, what a lot of people don't realize is I've actually dealt with blind dogs before. What's difficult for dogs that are blind is when they've seen most of their life, say three-quarters of their life, and Uh then they go blind, a lot of them have a hard time adjusting because they just don't understand why their sight is gone.
0: Uh
2: And um, that was not the case with Lancer. He was just under three years old, and apparently he had juvenile cataracts of some sort. So he had spent the majority of his already, you know, very young life not being able to see, and he was well-adjusted. He had no fear. He has no self-pity, as most animals don't. And uh, I didn't realize that fully until I met him, but I did want to meet him. I just loved his face. Um, Like I said, his picture just spoke to me. So I spoke to Kevin Marlin at Fullyton Dog Days, and you know, he's skeptical at first. I guess a lot of people had shown interest in him, but it, it's not easy dealing with a disabled dog. So and had
1: he been adopted and returned several times?
2: No, he had only been investigated a couple times. Okay. However, there, his adoption was under the stipulation that you had to have a dog currently in the home or consider adopting a pair.
1: Oh. and
2: <laughs> originally a for a I, deal. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it was. And that probably would be enough to drive any, you know, pr- perspective. Uh, Adopter away. away, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I had another dog in mind, and I said, how about this dog? And Kevin was like, oh, she's a little too bossy for him. And I went, oh, okay, my hopes were a little dashed. I Aww. said, well, how about this dog? And he said, oh, that dog, you know, he's. He's a little too young for him or something like that. Sounds like he was
1: kind of leading you towards a particular dog he had in mind.
2: (laughs) He (laughs) He did, and I got tired of beating around the bush and said, Well, Kevin, what's going on? Do you (laughs) have a dog in mind or what? And he said, I do. He's been bunking with another dog for about eight months now, and they're pretty much inseparable. And Mm -hmm. I said, Okay, well, what's the catch? And he said, Well, his partner is blind uh, deaf. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I'm thinking to myself, a deaf dog and a blind dog. No wonder nobody's taking him. <laughs> <laughs> so these oh, guys gosh. were partners already? Yeah. They had been bunked together for eight months in a foster home, mm-hmm. and they had learned to rely on each other. Uh, he for her ears and she for his eyes. Oh, very the other interesting. Way around. <laughs> and and so they work together that way. They do. Um, and honestly... Lancer's actually quite independent. I thought he'd be a little more um, attached, but he d- he does enjoy her companionship. She, however, when he is separated for more than, say, 10 or 15 feet, starts to go berserk. Aww. She just is quite fond of him. That is her big brother by far. Even though they're similar in age, I, I consider him her big brother.
1: Okay. And
2: we decided to give them a shot. We met them at an adoption event. We took them on a walk. Um. Rich was a little nervous about a deaf dog, Mm -hmm. but um, he saw how great she was, and we agreed. Um, There was just an issue of going home and getting the fences ready and things like that because Huskies are prone to dig, and Mm -hmm. um, they're little skate artists.
1: Yes, (laughs) they are. That's what I hear.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, And we went home and we prepped, and next thing you know, we're at an adoption event getting them and bringing them home.
1: Oh, that's fabulous. And what was your biggest challenge in those first few weeks?
2: Oh Lordy. Well we <laughs> we apparently didn't get all of the friends ready Uh-oh. because um <laughs> winter, our deaf girl, um, apparently saw a cat on the other side of the fence and broke through our fence oh. and attacked a neighbor's cat. Oh no. Uh, she because she's deaf, she has heightened prey instincts mm-hmm. um she's very sight oriented, so she's attracted to anything that moves and unfortunately, um, we had a huge vet bill, you know we're rushing to a twenty four hour emergency care, and you know we're crossing our fingers and praying that the cat makes it and Unfortunately, she didn't oh. um, it was very sad, and I felt so terrible because i always tell people if it was the other way around and my neighbor had a pet puma and the puma came over the fence and took care you know took out one of my dogs i would just be devastated Uh Um, but my neighbor was very understanding and she understood that that is the nature of cats and dogs that not all of them get along and um, she was very gracious I, i of course offered to pay for the entire vet bill and um you know we've we've been on good terms ever since
1: well, that's uh, really good, but Marlene, that's brought up an opportunity for me to remind everybody if you have a cat, this is just one more reason why your cat should be an indoor pet because there are a lot of dogs out there, and dogs tend to be in in certain cases predatory and this is not an uncommon situation. in fact, I had a kitty that many years ago that would come out only when i would be right by her side gardening or something like that i never just let her run around outside and she was laying in the sunshine right next to me while i was gardening and my neighbor's dog got out and took her out right next to me and there was absolutely nothing i could do about it and it, it was so so devastating but from that point on I never let any of my cats out, even if I was out with them, except in the backyard if I'm outside with them. I let them do that, but not in the front yard ever, ever, ever. And it's just a good reminder, cat owners, keep your cats as indoor pets. That's where they're safe, and they are happy, too, as long as you give them lots of good things to play with and climb and have fun with.
2: And my neighbor is an incredibly good and responsible cat owner. Actually, we adopted these guys um, in October of 2011, and it just so happened it was so this was a couple months later, right around Christmas time, and um my neighbor's husband was decorating the house and the cat accidentally got out during the Christmas decorating.
1: Oh because the cat
2: is always indoors. So this was just a
1: uh, a terrible
2: shoot. coincidence.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. that's the that's yeah, so one day. Think. Well, I'm glad you guys are still on good terms. A lot of times this sort of incident will totally devastate a neighborhood relationship, so I'm glad you guys were able to work it out. Now, we're just about out of time, Marlene, and I know you've been really happy with your experience at Husky Camp, and you're a great spokesperson for promoting the adoption of handicapped or special needs pets. So let's give a little plug for Husky Camp and and all the good work they do.
2: Sure. So I I really can't say enough about this rescue. Um, They work perilously so hard to make sure that owners are educated and know what they're getting into. They want Huskies to find a home and keep their home and Malamutes, to be honest. Um, They want you to enjoy life and see your dogs as part of your life. They're incredible. I dealt with Kevin Marland uh, mainly and I still talk to him. In fact, I spoke to him last night because we just got through winning a contest for um, Paw Love Rescue Challenge. Oh, okay. And um, he submitted Winter and Lancer story for a chance to win a $500 award for the rescue and they took first place.
0: Yay! So it was
2: it was incredible. Um Marlene,
1: a huge fan base. Do you happen to know their website?
2: Yes, it's huskycamp.com. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy. And um on there they have their adoption count, cal- their adoption event calendar and their dogs available for their adoption and they also give you like a Siberian ownership 101 crash course
1: oh excellent
2: Um, tips for husky proofing your yard and what i found vital was um, they actually have hobbies listed for exercising your husky and we've been really big with the urban mushing group which i know has been on your show before
1: yeah it's lots of fun too marlene you have some wonderful stories and i wish i could talk more with you maybe we'll have you come back again in the future but for now thanks for coming on today's program
2: Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, yes, I urge everybody, think adoption first.
1: (laughs) Definitely. We need to take a quick pet place break now, but be sure to stay right where you are, because if you think your cat has the personality to be featured on a brand-new game show, then you won't want to miss what my next guest has to say. All the details are coming right up after a very quick pet place break on K-Mozart. Welcome back to the Pet Place radio show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me from Friskies is Sean Brain, the assistant brand manager. Good morning, Sean, and welcome to the Pet Place.
0: Hi, Marie. Thanks for having me.
1: I am so excited to talk to you. I have heard that you've got a brand new game show for
0: cats. We do. We're really excited. We have a game show for cats by Friskies called Will Kitty Play With It? <laughs>
1: Okay, so you put something in front of a cat, and they look at it, and they either turn their nose up or they bat it down the hall.
0: Yes, that is the idea. We present Kitty with some uh, pretty mundane household items and Uh, see if they play with them.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. Now, I have a Kitty. Um, She's she's about nine months old, and she'll play with everything and anything, even things that she shouldn't be playing with, like if Mm -hmm. I set my clothes out on my bed. Um, I'm likely to lose a bra <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, some other item that she deems a toy for the moment. And, you know, she'll grab it and she'll take it on down the hall and and just think it's the most fun ever. So, But then I have another cat. He's uh, 15, and he pretty much turns his nose up at every possible toy you present him with.
0: You know, it's funny because we want to just hear and see about all the funny things that cats play with, and what we find is that we always, you know, people go out and they buy these cat toys that you think your cat will play with, and at the end of the day, what they're most interested in are household items, and so that's really what our um, web series uh, riffs off of, the idea that you go out, you buy other cat toys, and your cats come home and they want to play with the red plastic cup or the spork, these videos that you can see on Frisky's Facebook uh-huh. page.
1: Or paper bags, that's a big Or paper bags or boxes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hours of fun. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes, it is hours of fun. And what's great is if you can actually capture it on vid- video, and that I think is the elusive
2: piece.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so true. Right when I think I've got the perfect moment and I got my camera all ready to go, my kitties look up at me and go, Oh, no you don't, (laughs) and off they go and they leave. Yeah, you're right, that's a hard thing to do.
0: It is hard.
1: But are you getting some good video
0: submissions? We are getting some video submissions. So just last week, we asked our Facebook fans, we gave away 500 Will Kitty Play With It at Home Kitty Kits so that people could create the video series for themselves in their own houses, and so um, we're hoping to get some videos back soon. Um, fans can actually tag their videos and comment with the hashtag WillKittyPlayWithIt. So we're hoping that people will create their own at home even if they didn't receive the kitty kit.
1: So how do you get the kitty kit? Can you walk us through that?
0: Sure. Actually, unfortunately, um, the promotion is over, but last oh. week on Frisky's Facebook page, you could input your information to request one of 500 kits, and as you can imagine, they went very quickly. Okay, okay. <laughs> what exactly is in a kit? So in a kit are uh, all of the wonderful toy items that you would find on the show itself. So you get the original Will Kitty Play With It box and string, mm-hmm. and then a red solo cup. As well as some information on our do-it-yourself toys, so you can make um, one of your very own do-it-yourself Scrumple buddies, which is really scrumple just a glorified boys. crumpled piece of paper <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah,
1: those are actually pretty popular with kitties. I have to admit.
0: Yes, that's what we—that's what we have come to find.
1: And and your Facebook page is just Facebook.com/slash/friskies. Do we Correct. have to capitalize Friskies, or does it matter?
0: You know what? It doesn't matter. We'll take it either way.
1: Okay, and then that'll get you over there. And you said you have a, a few videos that are already up?
0: We do. So we have already have four videos that are up right now, a few more to come, with a... Um, super special guest to come in the next few weeks so we hope people will come to our facebook page to see the future videos at facebook.com backslash friskies
1: now it sounds like you're not going to give away who that super special guest is
0: you know what we would love to but unfortunately not yet we're going to keep you um in suspense so that you'll come and check us out now is that special guest a feline or a human it is a feline. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I'm going through my head all the celebrity felines that I could think of. I don't have a very
0: long list. <laughs> There's quite a few out there these days, but okay. um, we're pretty excited about the one that we're working with. Okay. So what's been your
1: favorite thing about, I mean, I can imagine sitting in the, the boardroom coming up with ideas for something like this. What was it like working with people to, to develop this uh, this fun idea?
0: You know, gosh, it's so exciting. I sometimes can't believe that this is actually my job. (laughs) And so, um, you know, when we were thinking about it, we all know that cats use their creativity and their curiosity and their imaginations to make any household item into a toy. And so that's really kind of the kernel of the idea that started this whole idea. And we thought, well, gosh, what if we could just present our cats with all these random household items, and and would they play with them? Mm -hmm. And I think we thought no one's ever done an interactive game show for cats, so that would be something fun that we know would really resonate with our fans and our community, and so we thought, what the heck, let's try it out, and we've been very pleasantly surprised with the response so far.
1: Now tell me about the webisodes. Where are we going to be able to see those?
0: So you can see them on Frisky's Facebook page. Um, You can also see them on Frisky's YouTube channel, So it's just youtube.com backslash friskies, and you can see the videos there as well. And like I said, we have four out at the moment. Um, There will be at least five more to come.
1: Okay. And do you have a host for the show who kind of explains what's going on, sort of like uh, Funniest Home Videos?
0: We do. So we have some commentators. Um, Some are, you know, done in kind of your golf announcer style. One commentator's name is Jean, and the commentators talk about the item and the cat and then they build suspense as everyone waits to see if kitty will play once the box is actually lifted and i must admit the commentary um really adds a lot to the cat action or lack thereof
1: <laughs> i could just imagine it in uh, in golf tournament style so are they whispering
0: right you do you have to whisper about. because you do not want to interrupt kitty while kitty's playing you you know we all know kitty can stop for anything Oh, boy, that's hysterical. So you have this
1: DIY connection also. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Sure. So Frisky's it's called DIY or do-it-yourself homemade cat toys, are really a series of simple craft-style toy projects. And we provide step-by-step instructions with really how-to photos on our new Pinterest page oh, um, nice. at pinterest.com backslash friskies. And so there you can find our DIY toy board. We cor- we currently have four different toys um, that you can make at home. What are those? So the one, for instance, is the irresistible. You can make it out of a toilet paper tube or a paper towel roll Okay. and um, you can put a little piece of kibble inside and roll it around for your cat or we have the naughty spider which uses a milk jug ring as kind of the main component with pieces of fabric tied around it and of course the Canelot Castle, which uses the cardboard Friskies Variety Pack to make a fun castle for your cat, because we all know cats love sitting inside of things, uh-huh. and it, they can now own their own little Friskies Canalot Castle. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, very cool. And
1: you know what I've found too? I mean, you mentioned the toilet paper and and putting uh, the toilet paper tube rather and putting something in. I, I'm assuming that you cover each side with maybe some paper that you glue to kind of make it a challenge so that they have to tear the paper off to get to the little prize inside?
0: In fact, what we do is you can, um, and it's very simple, that's what's so great about these toys is that you can use them with as few supplies and items as possible. So you really just cut around the outside of the paper towel roll or your toilet paper roll, and then you fit the little circular pieces together um, to make to make the irresistible and then you can put in a piece of kibble or friskies party mix treat inside and it will roll around
1: okay okay well that's kind of a fun little treat too for kitties who are home alone for people who work all day and i know most kitties are just going to sleep while you're at work so it's really no big deal but some kitties Kind of miss the company and and could use a little fun and interaction before they go down for their eight-hour nap. <laughs> right. So so this would be a cool thing to leave for them right before you're ready to go to work.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's great for playtime, and you know we find that cats really like to use items that are lightweight that they can bat around that will kind of move in any direction. And so we've kept that in mind as we've created all of these. DIY toys.
1: That's great. And the other thing that I really like to promote, too, is that everybody spends some play time with their cats. Often, a lot of people think cats are aloof and, and they they're independent, but the truth is, Cats love to be with their people, and and they love to play with their people, too. So it's really important to reserve some playtime every single day. It also keeps your kitty in shape. I cannot tell you how many people have fat cats these days, and that is so unhealthy and unnatural. So getting them playing and having fun and, and building your bond by playing with them is just so important.
0: You know, we at Friskies could not agree agree more. I think playtime is extremely important, and exactly to your last point, when you participate with your cat in playtime, it really just makes your relationship richer and stronger and really develops that bond. And so with Will Kitty Play With It, you know, we allow people to be more adventurous with playtime than they have in the past and think about new ways to engage with your cat.
1: Excellent. Sean, this sounds like great fun, and I sure appreciate you taking the time to give us all the details.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We're excited.
1: You are very welcome. And it is time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on K Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Next Sunday, March 10th, be ready for a traveling vaccination and microchip clinic with a vet consultation and basic wellness exam going to be held from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., no appointment necessary. Microchips are just $15, vaccinations $10 to $25, plus testing for heartworm and feline leukemia at very reasonable prices. Visit www.thevaccinationstation.com for location and more details. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show that's all for me today remember pets need love and a home too we'll be back next weekend here on k mozart i'm marie hewlett please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day